0: This is a CBC Podcast.
1: Hi, I'm Damon Fairless. So the Super Bowl is this Sunday and the teams on the field are no surprise. The Kansas City Chiefs have now played in four of the last five Super Bowls and the games are rematched too. The Chiefs played the San Francisco 49ers back in 2020. What is a little surprising is that the off-field mania surrounding Taylor Swift dating a Chiefs player has gotten deeply, deeply
0: weird? Well, around four years ago, the Pentagon's psychological operations unit floated turning Taylor Swift into an asset during a NATO meeting. This is what I think is going to happen. There's going to be like some type of proposal at the after the Super Bowl is rigged for the Chiefs, and then the two of these people become reach like crazy levels of absolute fame. It's a coordinated marketing campaign by Democrats to leverage celebrities to excite their base into coming out and voting.
1: This is how right-wing outlets like Fox News and OAN, the One American News Network, have been stirring up conspiracy theories that Swift and Kelsey's relationship is a deep state psyop. And as the Super Bowl approaches, it's morphed into a sort of singularity level conspiracy, pulling in everything, vaccines, light beer, billionaire investor George Soros, and of course, President Joe Biden. It's, well, it's a lot. So I've got Drew McGarry with me today, and we're going to talk about all this, and maybe even football. Drew's an author and a columnist with Defector and SFGate. He writes a lot about football, and he's one of the hosts of Defector's Distraction podcast. Hey, Drew, thanks for coming on FrontBurner. appreciate it.
0: My pleasure, Damon. Thanks for having me on.
1: Okay, so I've got to come clean. I I mean, I follow football like once a year. I go to my father-in-law's Super Bowl party. I'm not, I I just don't follow football very much.
0: That's okay. I have to come clean, but
1: I do now because I basically, anytime I've been reading about the Super Bowl lead up to the Super Bowl, I feel like I've been microdosing or maybe like actually macrodosing. Like it's trippy. So I, I want to get into some of that. So Taylor Swift starts dating Travis Kelsey the the conspiracies start right out of the gate. I want to start with kind of like the original, the OG Swift Kelsey conspiracy, that their relationship was so mutually beneficial that there were these questions about the whole thing being a marketing ploy, right?
0: Well, that's how I felt. That was a the conspiracy theory that I had because I'm so used to, in America, I mean, I guess this is global, particularly here in America though, every time there's a major celebrity, story that has some sort of personal interest or angle to it it always ends up being a brand stunt right so like snoop Dogg, just like a few months ago was like i'm giving up smoke and everyone's like oh my god snoop Dogg's not gonna smoke weed anymore will he even be snoop Dogg?" and i was like that's an ad and of course it was an ad it was an ad for a stupid smokeless fireplace and people were like oh i've been had i can't believe i was tricked by a man who will do every commercial he is asked to be in ever <laughs> I can't believe it, that, and would never give up weed. And here we go. Yeah, yeah, totally. yeah, yeah. Who gives up weed? So I, uh, so I thought. Okay, Taylor Swift has her version of 1989 coming out. You know, in a few weeks.
1: For Swifties, that wildest dream has come
0: true. Wildest of- Overnight peak Taylor Monium. As the pop star released her highly anticipated album, 1989, Taylor's version. Uh, her era's documentary comes out. This is back in September, October when they started dating. Taylor has a lot to celebrate. She has the Midas touch at the moment with her era-defining tour, her concert and movie that is smashing box office records. She's and uh, and of- the NFL, well, they love nothing more than bringing in younger fans because, God forbid, their old fan base die off. So... It was a mutually beneficial thing. And Travis Kelsey, of course, got to brag that he was going out with Taylor Swift. Hey, man, I don't Did you really have your phone number ready hey on a friendship bracelet to give to Taylor Swift? I said Swift? what I said, and I meant what I said when I said it. You shot your shot, huh? And, man? and you know what? It is what it is. I'm not going so to like about my personal So, like, everyone won. So, it seemed to me like it's the perfect fake relationship. Like, I, I, you know, I'm so I'm so used to there being kayfabe behind every. Everything, even they even managed to monetize like the Brooks Kepka Bryson DeChambeau feud into some stupid brand stunt. So I was like, I was like, OK, well, they're not they're not real. They, they probably know each other's names, but that's kind of about it. Like I even bet one of my colleagues five bucks that it was a sham. She thought they were going to get married. And I was like, Taylor Swift ain't married. Are you, are she going to share her billion dollars with somebody. That's not going to happen.
1: Well, how do you feel about that now?
0: I think they're legit because she's. Not only has she gone to every Chiefs game during the season, but she went to the AFC title game in Baltimore. You don't go to Baltimore unless you really have to. And then after the game, she went down on the field, gave him a big old wet, sloppy kiss. <laughs> And I was like, all right, that's that's above and beyond. She has now
1: And the and the the watchers, like the people watching her, like they're 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 parsing body language and eye contact No, that's real love eye contact too, right? Like yeah. but you're picking up on that.
0: Yeah, and I've seen staged kisses, you know. Like I saw Michael Jackson and Lisa Marie Presley kiss at the VMA. I was like, I know, I know when I'm being had. And they were like, they seemed genuinely fond of one another, which makes sense because One of them is an attractive football player and the other one is an attractive pop star.
1: There is something to the NFL benefiting from this, right? Like, I mean, this is legitimately the first, maybe the only Super Bowl game that my nine-year-old daughter will look at the screen, (laughs) probably. So, I mean, and and, uh, do you think it's nice that, you know, more people are watching football together?
0: Yeah, I mean, the NFL essentially is the media industry here in, in America. So, you know, for them to have a woman who, essentially is the definitive pop star and holds sway over the entire music industry and to be able to bring her into a fold into the fold with a you know, with a league that essentially owns the television industry. Well, that that behooves everybody that makes everybody nice and nice and happy. And it's it's fun for me to watch like little like Reddit threads of Swifties who like don't really understand football and don't even know like what Travis Kelsey's job on the field is Like, like, oh my God, they hit they hit him so hard. That's not right. I, I don't like that. While plenty of people watch the Super Bowl for the football or the commercial, so many good ones, some viewers this year will look to catch a glimpse of a special guest in the stands. Pop superstar Taylor Swift, whose clout could make this the most watched Super Bowl show ever. Fans are already placing bets on the couple getting engaged on Sunday. Shout out to the... Kansas City Swifts, as uh, someone should
1: probably <laughs> rename it. Uh. What was surprising was this really extreme reaction on the far right. And I mean, you know, these are this on the far, far right. So, And that's all this chatter about this kind of n- deeper level of Swift-Kelsey conspiracy about like the NFL being rigged, right? So, So take me down the rabbit hole. Can you break that down for me?
0: The root conspiracy theory is that this Super Bowl will be rigged in favor of the Chiefs. The Chiefs will, the NFL has already decided that the Chiefs will win the Super Bowl in a conspiracy with the Biden administration and the Pentagon, known as a PSYOP, to elevate Taylor Swift's profile even more than it's already been elevated. And then to have her endorse Joe Biden as president in November so that he can beat uh trump for the second time and uh maintain hold of office and prevent donald trump who of course had the election stolen from him in 2020 uh from ascending his rightful place as emperor of the united states forever and ever
1: but you don't really need a conspiracy theory to imagine that the democrats you know might be hoping for a swift endorsement right like she 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 endorsed she endorsed Biden in 2020.
0: Pop superstar Taylor Swift announced her support for Democrat Joe Biden in an interview with V Magazine. Swift said, "Quotes: I will proudly vote for Joe Biden and Kamala Harris in this year's presidential election. Under their leadership, I believe America has a chance to start the healing process it so desperately needs." Yeah,
1: there's always a real point in any conspiracy. Like there's a, there's always a little grain of truth in a conspiracy theory, or a good one, right? That's what makes them so juicy, I guess.
0: Right, because. Because... Because celebrity endorsements are perfectly normal. They're also legal. And Swift endorsed Biden in 2020, as you said. And so it's very funny to try to filter that through a conspiracy sieve and be like, hmm, very curious that that the Biden administration would want a celebrity to endorse him when a celebrity isn't a politician. Don't you find that curious?
1: Hmm, Going back to like Trump, I've been like no end fascinated by how he's responded to her popularity. Can you tell me what he said?
0: The reports have been that he has groused privately that people are under the impression that Taylor Swift is more popular than he is. And he believes that to be a lie. In Donald Trump's brain, he is the most popular, important and consequential person who has ever lived. And anyone who says otherwise clearly, clearly has some sort of vendetta out against him. And they're treating him very unfairly and very badly. And they must be dealt with very strongly.
1: Before we move on, I just I have a more serious question. Like, how can we
0: know that you're not a PsyOps asset? Oh my God. You've got me, Damon. Oh, no. But so my cover's blown. Thank you so much. You, <laughs> I'm so,
1: well, you know, it's this kind of accountability journalism
0: takes <laughs> yeah, i mean that is that is the beauty of these things right is that they are so ludicrous and so dumb that you can apply them to any news story to any person and you can rope anybody into it that you want because you can just be like Oh, oh! You think it's dumb, huh? Maybe you. Maybe you were paid off by the Department of Misinformation yourself, buddy. Well, I mean, I, I like. Truly, I think
1: that's what I find interesting. Like, you know, if we go down the rabbit holes that open up in the rabbit hole, there, there's this whole theory that Taylor Swift is wrapped up with billionaire investor George Soros, right? Like, you know, and 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 anyone who's been following it knows he's a target for QAnon believers, also, also anti-Semites. So, t- tell me about that.
0: Okay, so that was uh, an OAN hostess who noted that, <clears throat> and she said outright, oh, well, Taylor Swift is owned by George Soros, and uh, and so is her music. Now, George Soros, if you don't know, is a prominent uh, Democratic megadonor and a billionaire, and he stands in essentially for all Republican conspiracy theories because uh, there is a more than anti-Semitic uh Dog whistle every time they bring up the name Soros. It it beats saying the Jews just outright. They can just say Soros and have that, have that go out to all the people who who will nod and be like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The Soros. We get it. We get it, our fellow, our fellow white dragons. So like, so then there is a grain of truth in that George Soros uh, is affiliated with a, a an outfit called the Carlisle Group that helped Scooter Braun, the talent manager in Hollywood. They helped fund his takeover of Taylor Swift's original song catalog, the one that she is now in the middle of re recording. But the other thing, of course, is that Taylor Swift is remarkably unhappy about all of this, so much so that she was willing to. That's
1: why she's re recording. Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah. Yeah. She was willing to redo her entire recording, all of her recordings, so that she would own her masters yet again. So the idea that, you know, that the guy who pissed her off the most is able to order her around and also owns her. Her entirely. Uh, that stretches the the bounds of credulity, I would say.
1: And then, I'm not the facts really matter here too. But I mean, I was I was looking into this too, but I, th- I think that Shamrock Holdings, which is a, a private equity firm owned by Roy Disney, has actually bought those rights now too. So I, I don't think they're even in Scooter Braun
0: or Source Fund Management, whoever's in, it, right? Dot. See, it's all connected. It goes to Disney, which supports trans rights so disney, disney. <laughs> i was gonna say
1: just giving you more fodder
0: yep yep it yeah it's it's all connected it's we're gonna bring well, it and the, all the way back to the manson family if we can if we can pull it up
1: well let me just make another connection here you brought up trans rights
0: yes travis kelsey has done ads for bud light
1: yes he has bud light <laughs> Did a, a promo stretch uh, with Dylan Mulvaney, who's a, a, you know, a trans TikTok star.
0: Yep. This month, I celebrated my day 365 of womanhood, and Bud Light sent me possibly the best gift ever, a can with my face on it.
1: And that uh, kind of blew some folks' gasket, I mean, on the, on the extreme far right, and the, the deep conspiracy-minded folks did not like that. Kid Rock made his feelings known when he posted this video shooting up cases of Bud Light. The, the, the other thing that Travis Kelsey has also done ads for is Pfizer vaccines.
0: Travis, did you know you can get this season's COVID-19 shot when you get
1: your flu shot? Uh, two, things at once. Two, things at once. two things at once. Two things at once! Which uh, some folks have not. Like Aaron Rodgers has really been not cool with that. He calls Aaron Rodgers, I should mention, is an anti-vax quarterback. He calls Kelsey Mr. Pfizer now. Uh,
0: you know, our defense played well and, and you know, uh, Pat didn't have a crazy game and uh, you know, Mr. Pfizer, we kind of shut him down a little bit. He didn't have, you know, his like crazy impact game. What a burn. He won't recover.
1: <laughs> so, yeah, like online sports books have, have a ton of bets about Taylor Swift at the Super Bowl. So, you know, like uh, the shades of lipstick she'll wear, whether Kelsey will propose, whether they'll announce a pregnancy, you know, it goes on and on.
0: Well, I mean, it's <clears throat> ever since online sports books were essentially legalized here in the United States. They're not legal in every state, but but most of them, and those dominoes will fall eventually. Those outfits started off actually losing money, but they found that there was a way to, to reverse their losses by offering more in-game betting and more complicated bets to people, particularly parlays where, you know, you, you make three bets at once and all of them have to hit for you to get a larger payoff. And it's essentially, you know, it's, We're going from the, you know, the sort of the even odds of picking against the spread into more sort of Powerball territory, right? Not quite as distant as Powerball. But so the more of those kinds of bets you can offer, and regardless of how menial and how dumb they are. Actually, even better if they're, they're menial and dumb. I know that you are focused on winning your own ring. Do you know there's an actual bet that you guys get married at the Super Bowl? What do you say to that? These bets are crazy. <laughs> and the more different kinds of bets you can offer, particularly when you're able to involve you know, this icon of entertainment you know, who is bringing people into football and uh, by that way, sports betting in ways that they would otherwise not have been brought into it. Well, then that's just another opportunity for them to capitalize on, on basically newbie gamers who are, are either gambling for fun or suddenly are gambling seriously, but have no idea what they're doing. Right? It's the it's the gateway bet, in some way. Yeah, and that's like that's a legit conspiracy yeah. that actually has teeth to it. But like, that's not anything that like Ted Cruz is going to complain about. <laughs> This is a perfect storm of conspiracy theories.
1: On December 15th, 2017, Canadian billionaires Honey and Barry Sherman were found dead in their mansion. To this day, the case remains unsolved. Counterfeit and uh, copied pharmaceuticals was much more lucrative than heroin, cocaine and the rest of it.
0: If you live by the sword, you die by the sword. Listen to the no good, terribly kind, wonderful lives and tragic deaths of Barry and Honey
1: Sherman, wherever you get your podcasts. So the halftime the halftime show is Usher. It is. Okay. Okay. Usher, 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 usher. This guy's getting none of the attention right now.
0: He's not, he's not. But I mean that's sort of it's it's funny because you know you would always think oh well Taylor Swift would be a natural for the Super Bowl halftime show but she is I I'm pretty sure the only performer in the world who doesn't need it. She is bigger than the Super Bowl. And so it's a waste of her time. When she can pack that exact same stadium for just one of her own concerts, she doesn't need a football. She doesn't need a Super Bowl for for any of that. She is the Super Bowl everywhere she goes. And you know, for, you know, poor Usher. You know, I I kind of want to feel bad for him. But like once halftime cuts, first of all, he's gonna be the center of the attention. Secondly, if you've ever seen Taylor Swift at an award show, she stands up and cheers for other artists so hard. It, It's almost like, oh, I don't actually know if she actually likes these people, but she wants to be seen liking these people. So she's going to cheer her ass off for Usher. And again, everyone will win and it'll be great, especially for Joe Biden. Joe Biden, of course, stands to gain the most.
1: It is going to be super amusing. Uh, This is a fun conversation, But but there's like, there's a real serious point here. Like when it comes to the conspiracies you know, we've seen this, like, since 2016, these conspiracies pervading American politics, you know, have have grown like crazy. Yep. Well, I guess, like, there's a serious question. What what does it say about American politics that this kind of thinking is now being applied to football?
0: It's just another sign of right-wing incoherence uh, here in the United States. And it has grown, I can't believe I'm saying this, but it's only grown more incoherent over the past decade. And if you want the real world consequences of it, that is happening right now in Congress because the Republicans in Congress have uh, stonewalled Democrats at every turn to get, you know, dramatic legislation passed that they like. Democrats gave them a little bit and they got all this sort of stern, they got all this legislation written up for aid to Israel, aid to the Ukraine, extra border protection, all this stuff. And then Republicans themselves sabotaged uh that legislation and right now cannot do anything because they as uh governed as a governing party are utterly incoherent it, you, you you've written that after the super bowl you expect conspiracies
1: to keep forming around different sports different pop culture figures you know leading up to the the election why do you think that'll happen and and who do you think are the next targets
0: i think it's just i think it's the nature of the beast these people abhor a vacuum they, you know they're not just going to sit there you know fox news and and newsmax and all these other far right news organizations they're not going to sit there for a month and not talk about anything first of all they need something to talk about and secondly they need something to be angry about everything is based on grievance and and grudges and you know hatred they don't like facts either very much right so any anti-fact that they can glom onto, concoct or you know share amongst one another they're going to do and that's not going to end just because the super bowl is over so you know we get we'll get into march madness and caitlin clark the most you know you know the biggest superstar in college basketball, male or female, right now. She'll be dragged into it somehow. Uh, you know when, uh, you know when the NBA finals begin, and if LeBron James makes it, well, you know he was someone who called uh, President Trump a bum on Twitter. And then you know when we get to uh, the beginning of the NFL season again in September, and Travis and Taylor are still dating, maybe they're engaged. Well, that you know that's even deeper. Like it's always, it's never going to end.
1: Not that I've needed any excuses to drink at my father-in-law's Super Bowl party, but I'm definitely going to (laughs) have some drinks on Sunday. Yeah, you should. I mean, it's the Super Bowl. Live it up. All right. Listen, Drew, uh, that was great. I I really appreciate you coming on. It's fun talking to you, and, um, you know, we'll, we'll see what happens on Sunday.
0: My pleasure. Happy Super Bowl. You too.
1: That's all for today. Front Burner was produced this week by Rafferty Baker, Joyta Shagupta, Matt Muse, Dennis Kalnan, Ali Janes, and Derek Vanderwake. Sound design was by Mackenzie Cameron, Marco Luciano, and Sam McNulty. Music is by Joseph Shabison. Our senior producer is Elaine Chow. Our executive producer is Nick McCabe. Locos, and I'm Damon Fairless. Thanks for listening.